What's happening? This is the Tap In Podcast. We are live inside of the Tap In studio, man. I had to bring one of the one of North Dallas finest on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I appreciate it. My it's nigga perfect. Trouble, what's good, man? Man, slow boogie, man. Just trying to figure it out. That's right, you man. I mean? That's right. Boogie, slow boogie. Shit, man. I, I fuck with that jacket, man. That jacket is hard. It. I appreciate it, man. I copped it out in Detroit about a week or two ago. Oh, straight up? Yeah, man. I was out in Detroit. They had them up there. Had to go and cop me one. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Show support to the homie. Rest in peace, Nip. You rest know in peace, mean? Nipsey, Rest man. in peace, Mo3. You know what I mean? Mo3 too, man. Did you know You know? Did you know Mo3? Yeah, I knew Mo3. Yeah? Yeah. Y'all from the same, same neighborhood, right? Well, we from the same side of town. Oh, okay. Okay. Damn. Yeah, that yeah. was that was a big loss for the city, man. Mm-hmm. That was a big loss yeah, for man, the city. Big loss for the city. Yes, sir. So take me back, man. What um, what made you even get into start rapping, man? Well, you know, you know, I was rapping. I had uh, well, it's always every time I ever uh, inspired to rap, I always rap when I was from a kid. You know, what I mean, my uncles, my uncles and them used to rap and different things like that. So. Uh, you know, growing up watching them spit flows and watching them write lyrics. My uncle them used to rap up in a room by three, four deep. You know what I mean? My auntie used to write down lyrics to R&B songs and different things like that. This, You know what I mean? Before social media, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was raised by my grandma. You know what I mean? There was a whole bunch of us in the house. You know what I mean? I can count at least seven. You know what I mean? All of us in there. You know what I mean? My mama, unfortunately, was locked up in a penitentiary. So, you know what I mean? We was all raised together. I was raising my uncles cousins, you know what I mean, and different things like that. So just seeing us all in the house, you know, we went from, we do, uh, you know, having play play Apollo, you know what I mean, different things like that. And, you know, most of us, all the boys want to rap and all the girls want to sing. All my girl cousins want to sing their songs and all the boys, we want to rap our songs. So, you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know yeah. I mean? It went from there to, um, to you know, <clears throat> looking at them rap and then, uh, then, Shit, by the time I was able to really understand, like, lyrics and different things like that, and uh, Lucha and Pookie had came out, you know what I mean, with mm. the Crook for Life, you know mm. what I mean? And I was probably, like, eight eight or nine years old when that, when that, uh, when that shit dropped. So it was just like, I can't. Can I say shit? Yeah, yeah. Fuck, say what the fuck you want, man. All right, man. Yeah, yeah just like tap eight, in, man. I'm, like, you eight or nine saying? years old when that shit dropped. So it's yeah. just like, um, once I heard that shit, you know what I mean, it was just like, I started listening to it. I was infatuated with the style because my uncle and them grew up, growing up watching my uncles, they always uh, gravitated to like fast rappers like Twister, Bone Thugs, you know what I mean? And uh, they reminded me of Bone Thugs. They mm-hmm. were like, they, I was like, these are the new Bone Thugs to me, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. For me, so seeing my uncles and them uh, in love with Bone Thugs, then to hear Lucha and Pookie come out, I started fucking with their music so strong. And this, this before I even knew what side of town I lived on. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? I'm eight years old. I barely even know what side of town I live on. I found out exactly what side of town I was on and where I stayed at and where I was being raised at through they through they uh through their music, Square Business. Cause I they on their uh up off Adelia, nigga. Yeah. Boom. Then we leave the house and ride with my granny, we make a left on Adelia. <laughs> Yeah. I said, shit, this a deal, you're right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Square business, man. Start putting it together. Nah, huh? I started putting it together. You know what I mean? Square yeah. business, you know? But that's what made me want to rap. But uh, recently, what really just sparked it, uh, recently I had did some videos about three or four years ago, you know what I mean? 
you know, I was always, I, ain't, I can't cap, you know what I mean? I had been inspired, I've been inspired lately to start doing music. When I was inspired to really start doing music, it was really by Mo3 and what his uh, campaign was doing. Mm. You know what I mean? Because uh, before that in Dallas, they had this uh, dance movement going on. You know what I mean? Everybody remember that. And um, I always could rap, but uh, I never was... Um, into that type of shit, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I ain't, you know, my niggas ain't dance, you know what I mean? And so, you know what I mean? And I always feel like music, you're supposed to make music that's that's real or real to you or true to you, you know what I mean? So I feel like when that whole way was going on, I was rapping and shit, but I had partners, all of my partners, they had dance tracks that was hitting and shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm trying to get on their mixtapes, on their gangster tracks and shit like that, and it just wasn't the time for it. So I sat back. You know what I mean? Then I see three pop up on the scene, three pop up on the scene and brought gangster music back. Mm. So, you know, with him bringing gangster music back and different things like that, I looked at it as if, you know what I mean, it was a time for me to come out with my music. So my first, uh, I went in the studio, you know what I mean? Like, shit, I dropped a song. It was called Gangland. You know what I'm talking about? Mm. Inspired by what bro was doing with his program. You know what I'm talking about? Mm. Square Business. You know what I mean? Representing the gangland uh, that he had dropped his gangland uh, mixtape. The whole knife was representing the gangland title. So my first song was Gangland. Mm. You know what I mean? When I dropped the gangland song, the brother also shared it. You know what I'm talking about? So it's just been an inspiration. He was he inspired me to start doing music right then. You know what I mean? I dropped a couple tracks, whoop de whoop. But um, I did probably like two or three videos. And then I was like, man, fuck this shit. You just quit? You I just stopped? quit. Because yeah. I didn't even make a mixtape. I just did it because the music, I, I you know, I was in, uh, it was some beef going on in the streets. You know what I'm talking about? And uh, really my first three videos was about making statements to the uh certain niggas that I was beefing with. I was taking music as a whole different platform. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? I wasn't doing it to be, to I wasn't, I wasn't rapping to be uh, the biggest rapper. I was rapping to let these bitch ass niggas know that say, hey man, this is what I gotta say because the Ops was doing videos, you know what I'm saying? Which, you know, I'm talking about it now because it's in a, this a different transition. It's six years ago. Now we had a different, different point in time and everybody yeah. moving a little bit smoother. But you know what I mean. I was doing music to uh, make statements up around my uh, neighborhood. You know what I mean. And um, then I sat back. I just dropped those three videos. I sat back, and then I just started chilling and doing what I do. You know what I mean. Thugging in the streets. Yeah. And then, um, then uh, shit. Lucci came home. Lucci just came home. It was like seven, eight, eight months ago. Lucci had came home, and. Um, I had went to Lucci video shoot. I ain't have no music done or nothing since then. Boom. I got a Lucci video shoot and shit. And Lucci do this uh, certified video. It ain't out yet, but it's finna be out. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Lucci dropped this certified video. So uh, we up there. We at the uh, L film. So I started fucking with Lucci. And uh, then shit, I went to the crib. You know what I mean? And then uh, one morning, Lucci called me like, hey, man, pull up in the trace, man. Boosie over here. Both three shooting the video. Whoop de whoop. So shit, I get up, I go over there to the Boosie, to the uh, to the Trace, and uh, they got Mo three got Boosie over there doing this little shit. So boom, you know what I mean? After seeing that, you know Boosie, Boosie always been one of my top motherfucking rappers Legend. anyway, yeah. man. I don't give a fuck what no niggas say. Just on a real nigga standpoint, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, Boosie always been in my top motherfucking like uh, modern day, you know what I mean? Rappers, you know what I'm talking about? You know what I mean? Yeah. As a form of expression, the way he make you feel his shit. You know what I mean? Only few artists can make you 
to, can make you actually feel them. You know what I'm talking about? You got like niggas like Mozzie. You know what I mean? You got niggas like Boosie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Square business and certain songs every now and then. You know what I mean? Everybody got a song that they can that you gonna feel. You know what I mean? But it's just certain artists that continuously hit rock rock bottom. Or, you know what I mean? Some of these niggas can scratch the surface. So. Yeah, I'm yeah. over there. I'm infatuated. I'm starstruck. I see Boosie, whoop de whoop de whoop. You know what I'm saying? Three no turning up and shit like that. You know what I'm talking about? And um, you know, I'm just chilling and shit. And bro, just made sure you like shit. Say whoop, hey trouble, uh, Lucci, my nigga. You know what I mean? Warren was up there. It was a couple of us up there. Just uh, big figures up in the north. You know what I'm talking about? I got a reputation in the north as a street nigga. So all my all my shit, all my stamps really come from. The streets. So I, when I move up in, when I come up there, you know what I'm talking about. Niggas give me credit off the street. My music ain't did shit as mm. far as then. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. I didn't have no music. The last music I dropped was four, five years ago. So boom, we kicking it up there. We turn up and shit like that. And that shit inspired me again. Once that shit dropped, once I seen that shit, I was like, man, I'm up at the video shoot. I lead a video shoot and shit. You know what I'm talking about. I'm like, man, I go to my condo. I'm like, shit. Like my nigga, I can do this shit. Like yeah. for real, that shit was fun. Yeah. Like, 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 nah, for real. That was like, you know what I mean? For real, like yeah. just on some different shit. Just being that close to uh, to Boosie, you know what I'm saying? Three there too, you know what I'm saying? Respect to three too, man. Salute, man. You know what I mean? Just being up there and seeing the camp, which uh, we always use. Like I've been knowing the cameraman Prophecy, who shot the video and different things like that. Shout out to Prophecy Production. They've been shooting my videos. Him and KV. Victor uh, been shooting my video since I started. Every mm. video I ever shot was through them. Yeah. So um, I had I already knew the cameraman, but you know, just seeing everything come out, how the neighborhood came out, it was just inspiring. So when I left, when I left there, I got I went home. You know what I mean? I had some money. You know what I mean? So I say shit. You know what? Fuck it. I'm finna go. Uh, I'm finna buy my studio equipment. Mm. You know what I mean? Invest in yourself. I'm gonna invest in myself because yeah. I know I don't fuck. I like you know what I mean. I, I already know how to work my work equipment. You know what I'm saying? I had watched my brother classic music work with equipment forever. So you know what I mean? As far as recording each other, and then I had an engineer who uh, yellow who taught me some things, and uh, so I went on and bought the equipment again. Probably that first, that week after the uh, apartment video, mm. I bought my equipment. You know what I'm saying? Boom, bought my equipment, started recording. I went in for like two weeks and finished Walk em Down 1. Mm. Boom. Walk em Down 1 was complete. I started shooting the videos, and I just spontaneously dropped them. And then, shoot, I, that's the first video was Walk em Down. You know what I mean? The first video we did on there was Walk em Down. You know what I mean? We got the neighborhood to come out. I had some sweaters pressed up and different things like that. Everybody came out. And, you know, just seeing the support from the neighborhood. You know what I mean? Everybody fuck with me. Well, I ain't going to say everybody fuck with me. You know what I mean? I'm going to say this. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, you know, it, when you're in the hood, everybody don't fuck with anybody, but everybody going to have respect for a certain nigga who carry himself a certain way. Yeah. So even if they didn't fuck with me, you know what I mean? They respect the movement. You know yeah. what I'm talking about? So, yeah. You know what I mean? There's certain niggas who don't respect the movement, but, you know, we don't worry about them type of niggas. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Niggas, you got, you got three tracks that I really fuck with. It's uh, Mercy, um, April Fool's, and uh, Crack Rock Kid. Those are three records that I fuck with, man. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. that, Jack. You know and you know, you know what's so crazy about your music, man? Is you got a message in your music. You can tell you conscious right. about what you're doing, what you're saying. But at the same time, you can tell, nigga, you with the shits. Nah, you know what I'm saying? Jack, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It's that, um, 
It's just I feel like, you know what I mean, at the end of the day, you know what I mean, I don't know, man. It's just a, uh, it's just like it's a, it's more of a spiritual thing. I'm a real spiritual person. So with that being said, it's like this, you know what I mean. When I do my music, it's like I could, uh, like it's hard for me to say some shit, some some stupid shit. You mm-hmm. know what I'm talking about? Like, like it's hard for it's just like being hard for a nigga to to. Uh, to hear somebody say lies or something like you, you have been around a nigga and you heard a nigga say a lie and you or you know what I mean I'm one of them niggas a nigga can't lie around me you yeah. know what I mean like <laughs> yeah. even if you my partner yeah. you know what I'm talking about you can be my homeboy and we can be it can be me and you and ten other niggas we don't know bro don't start lying to niggas bro you know what I'm talking <laughs> about like you know what I mean and that's the thing about it like so when I'm in when I'm in the booth it's certain like I try to make certain I want I be wanting to make certain certain type of music like turned up music and shit like that or different things like that. But you know all I can do is make reality rap. You know what I mean? And with reality rap, I gotta I gotta give it to them how I feel. You know what I'm talking about? So mm-hmm. I get in the mic. I am conscious of what I say and I am a conscious person. I do read a lot. You know what I'm talking about? You know what I mean? So. A lot of people just get the misconception that because a nigga so wild and in the streets, which everybody know me, a lot of niggas in the streets don't know what a nigga do behind closed doors. You know what I mean? You ain't supposed to be an open book to the public. You know what I mean? Motherfuckers supposed to assume. You know what I mean? Just now, if you can can go around the north uh, or, or the neighborhood that I'm from and you can talk to people about me and they don't know. They don't know much about me. All they can tell you is the foolish shit or how much of a fool a nigga can act. You know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about? And I had an OG, you know what I'm saying, rest in peace. Uh, my big homie Suge, you know what I mean? He just died uh, last year from diabetes, man. Uh, good man, too. Strong, powerful black man, you know what I mean? Business owner. Yeah. And uh, from a street nigga, you know what I mean? And uh, I had many talks with him, you know what I mean? Many nights. And uh, one of the things he told me is, you know what I mean? Damn trouble. He was like, man, you know, show these people how much of a fucking fool you can act. You know what I'm talking about? Damn, everybody know you are act a fool. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he was like, you know what I mean? It's, it's time to start showing motherfuckers how smart you is. Like, because he knew how smart I was. He knew that I, I read, you know what I'm talking about, and how much I knew about history and different things because I always cared. You know, I did a juvenile life sentence. I got locked up when I was 13. Uh, this was my second felony. You know what I'm talking about? And, my, and I had two other misdemeanors. Prior, I had a possession case I caught when I was 11 years old. I had an ounce of weed up in fifth grade at elementary school. But, you know what I mean, I had been selling crack since I was 10 years old. Straight up? No, nah, no bullshit. This straight facts, you know what I mean? But, um, and I ended up catching a possession case, you know what I'm talking about, uh, taking some weed to school, trying to, trying to uh, dish it to a nigga for he can sell it or smoke it with his partner or whatever the fuck. I give it to the nigga, he get caught with it, he tell on me. I end up going to jail. You know what I'm talking about? I'm 11. Boom. So that was my first, that was my first case, that possession case. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, after that, I had a couple, a uh, whole bunch of little bullshit going on in the streets. You know what I'm talking about? Misdemeanors, assaults, and different things like that. But my final, uh, my final stab, uh, was uh, when I got caught uh, stealing the car. Well, I didn't get caught stealing the car. I got caught getting in the car that I stole. I stole the car a couple of days before, uh, drove it to school, you know what I mean, parked it in some apartments, boom, went to school. They told me I had in-school suspension. I dipped out the side door of the school, me and my partner. Told my partner, hold on, went to the stolen car. When I jumped in the car, the laws had been watching the car. Some people mm. had, so, uh, some neighbors had called and said they seen a kid. 
get out the car and go to school, go into the school. You know mm. what I mean? So, boom, I come back 30 minutes later. Now, they don't call the police. The police sitting over there waiting. And the police told me, I thought I was going to have to wait on you to 430. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, here you is, nigga. 30 minutes later, you ain't even go in that bitch. Yeah. Like, for real, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but uh, that was my final straw. You know what I'm talking about? I got sentenced to... Uh, I got sentenced to six uh, minimum, uh, what was it, nine months? I got sentenced to nine months at the, uh, what was it, U Village. This uh, It was like a placement called U Village, you know what I mean? And uh, it was pretty much like a boy's home, a boy's camp or whatever, mm-hmm. but it was designed to be like institutionalized, like a dormitory thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I get there, you know what I mean? And, Slapping the shit out of niggas, whooping niggas, extorting niggas and shit like that. And I just wasn't built for that program. I got kicked out that motherfucker. I was in there nine months, got kicked out of there. And then I was sentenced to the Texas Youth Commission, mm-hmm. which is like a youth prison. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, I got sentenced to TYC, Texas Youth Commission, and uh, with a uh, with a maximum length of state to my 21st birthday, juvenile life sentence. You know what I'm talking about? I go up in there, and I end up doing – I stayed up in there from – 13 all the way into two months before I turned 18. Damn. You know what I mean? Damn. So let me ask you this. At at 10 years old, what made you feel like I I got to I got to sell I got to sell this shit to make some money? Cuz my my son is 10 right now. So that's why I'm I'm looking at my son and I'm picturing you like at 10 years old, what made you feel like shit, I got to go out here and hustle? I mean, at 10 years old, it was like this. Like I said, I was raised by my grandmother. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, mm-hmm. Boom. It was a time, you know what I mean, everybody, you know what I'm saying, all the males or my uncles was gone. Either they was in the pen or they was gone to school. I had another uncle went to college. You know what I mean? So I was out there. You know what I mean? I was out in the streets. And I always been a, uh, I always been a, we always been street kids, you know what I'm talking about? I always been a street kid from a baby, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, since a baby, I ran the streets. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, like, literally, you know what I'm talking about? Like, I was raised by Outside. my... Yeah, it's like seven of us yeah. in one house, you know what I mean, with yeah. just my grandmama. So when she say, y'all go outside, we go outside. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We different age groups from shit. I always, we always been in the streets. My auntie watched me, my uncles watched me, my cousins watched me, or different things like that. And um, at 10, I was the same way. I was roaming the street. I mean, we was in apartments. It was a, this was a different, this was a different age than it is now. You yeah. know what I'm talking about? Now y'all kids are staying in the house playing video games and shit like that. At that age back then, we was all outside. We were still playing nigga knock. Yeah. And you know what I'm talking about? Square yeah. business and cops and robbers and different shit like that. Chunking rocks. We just running the streets, just street kids. So at 10, my peers were uh, 9, 10, mm-hmm. 11, 12, 13, and 14. Uh, some was 15, and they big brothers might have been 17, 18. And, you know, at that time, if you was 13 on the block, shit, you was selling some dope. I mean, not saying every 13-year-old sold dope right then, but. It was accessible for 13-year-olds. I mean, we walked through. Our apartments was rolling. Our apartments was constantly rolling with dope fiends. Mm. You, I mean, you you knew what, what, the, what the fuck was going down off the rip. When I moved, I mean, the whole apartment just how rolling day in, day night. From entrance come through, dope fiends, niggas running the cars, pitching dope in cars, 
My partner, 13, this nigga rolling like a motherfucker. He got a motherfucking box Chevy. You know what I'm talking about? At 13. Rings. At 13, nigga, mouth full of goals. And you know what I'm talking about? Doing his damn thing. So for us, that was, a, that was something to look up to. So when I saw my first rock, it was like this. I already had a plot. I mean, I always wanted to make money. Like, even before I moved over to the neighborhood that I moved over into where I fell into uh, doing what I was doing. I always wanted, I always was a street nigga. I was always a street kid, and I always wanted to make money. Mm. So, uh, in my old apartments, in my old neighborhood, I would wash cars. You know what I'm talking about? But, you know, niggas didn't have soap and water to wash a whole car, so i go knock on people's door and tell them I wash their tires or wash their rims. If I see you got nice rims or some shit like that, and people would give me money. I had pocket full of money. I always had money. Mm. When I was a young boy, I had money. From labor though, not from you know what I mean. Yeah, I did yeah. my little stealing shit too. You know what I'm talking about. But I would uh. So when I got over there, the 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 thought to me to make money was always there because my granny didn't give us no money like that. You know what I mean. She fed us. You know what I mean. The house was full of kids. She ain't got time or she didn't have enough money. You know what I mean. She worked hard. You know what I'm talking about. She didn't have the shit to uh to give us. You know what I mean. We Everybody. got our clothes from. Hand me downs, what my uncle wore, what my cousins couldn't wear, and shit like that. That's what I. That's what we were. You know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. We had clothes, pantries, and shit like that. Food closets and all of that shit. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So, you know, niggas at a young age, nigga, you already know, niggas, kids are cruel. So <laughs> shit, you gonna know that you ain't got shit. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. talking about. You ain't nobody else, and you ain't gotta. You ain't gotta think about it, nigga. The 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 uh. The, the environment gonna let you know that you ain't got a goddamn thing. You know what I'm talking about, nigga? They gonna, every time a joke being cracked, it's gonna be on your motherfucking ass. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, so with yeah. that being said, I always wanted to get my own money. So boom. One day I get up, you know what I'm saying? I'm going outside, you know what I mean? And boom, I went to a school across town, so a bus used to have to come pick me up. You know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about? So I'm sitting on the cut where everybody be hustling at. It's like 7, 8 in the morning. Boom. I'm looking up in the crack of the sidewalk. You know how the sidewalk split. It got that crack that split the boxes. Yeah. yeah. I'm looking in the crack of the sidewalk. Boom. I got this stick. I'm sitting up there waiting on the bus. I'm flicking in the crack. And boom, some crack pop out that bitch. It's like a dove rock. Damn. On blood. I mean, <laughs> on, man, on everything, nigga. <laughs> boom. A dove flick up out that bitch. That bitch about this big. It probably was like a quarter. You know what I'm talking about? They had dried up to a dub. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. It probably yeah. had been out there so long. But me being around, you know what I'm talking about, the neighborhood, you know what I mean? My nigga, all my niggas, you know what I'm saying, was selling work. Nigga, my partner, you know what I'm saying? My partner's name, you know what I mean? Smut, Ted, all these niggas, they selling work. So I knew what work was because these niggas got it. These niggas selling it all day. You know what I mean? My nigga got a backpack full of crumbs. Yeah. Nigga, my nigga used to come home from junior high. Nigga open his backpack up, nigga, and the dolphins come running. He giving away all the crumbs in the bottom of his backpack. So, you know what I mean? That's when I sold my first rock. I flipped that dub out of that bitch. I waited. I held that dub all day. And I was probably like, I was probably in fourth grade, fifth grade. I think fifth grade, fifth grade. Yeah. Fifth or sixth, one right around fifth or sixth. Now I held that motherfucking rock all day through school and everything. When I got home, when I got home, I couldn't wait to sell that motherfucker. You know what I'm mm. talking about? I just knew because I knew it was work. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I ain't verify that shit or nothing. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. I ain't have to walk up to nobody and say, "Man, this some crack." None yeah, of that yeah. shit, man. I knew that shit was some work. Now I got home, I sold that shit. 
and uh, buy me a motherfucking link basket <laughs> from the kid's house. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> he was from Miss Kathy, man. Shout yeah. out Miss Kathy, man. Killer mama, <laughs> man. No bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, I was in the game, man. And uh, from then, shit, I just figured out once I did that, I ain't have no uh, way of getting no more work. Mm. So I figured out shit. I said, man, what look like this shit? So I started sucking peanuts off the Mr. Good Bar, nigga, and putting that shit, taking the peanuts from the Mr. Good Bar. Because my granny had a bunch of Mr. Good Boys, and I was selling them motherfuckers. You know the peanuts? Selling the peanuts. Straight. For work. <laughs> and this one, Cluckers, would kill you. Yeah. Nah, for real. Like, niggas was dying. Like, nigga, I had, uh, at that same, during that same time, I had three of those partners, three of my partners who was, like, 13, 14, 15, mm. get shot up in a trap. You know what I mean? By a dolphin. It's uh. at the same time. Crackheads was deadly. Like, they will kill you. You know what I mean? Over they dope. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it was just, it was some dangerous shit to do. You know what I mean? Looking back now, because as you grow older, you know what I mean? And you get wiser, you can look at certain things that you did as a child and see that those shit, that shit was real wild. And you know what I mean? Foolish, man. You kids be careful. You know what I mean? Like stealing a car. You know what I mean? The shit that got me sent to TYC. Mm-hmm. That man could have came out that motherfucking door and blew my motherfucking face off. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, that shit foolish. And then I wasn't even flipping no fucking car. I wasn't even taking them to a chop shop. We still, I'm stealing these bitches so I can ride around and hustling these bitches and, mm-hmm. and look good at, in front of bitches. While they getting on the school bus, I'm riding beside the school bus. Uh, Just yeah, duck yeah. shit, man. You know what I mean? Be yeah, wise, yeah. man. Yeah. You know what I mean? But the blessing about it is I'm 30. I don't live. You know what I'm saying? I'm old enough to know my mistakes and know that that shit was foolish. And that's what I try to put in my music. Not only the fact that I'm with the shits. Because everybody know a nigga with the shits. And you got to be with the shits to survive in 2020. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You feel me? So... That part is already understood, but I just put my life in there. Sometimes I can talk, I talk my shit because, you know, that's how I'm feeling. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Just different channels of life, but at the end of the day, I also try to put a conscious message into my music. You know what I mean? It's an underlying message into all of my shit. You know what I mean? If you listen, you know what I mean? If you listen, it ain't really just like a nigga just rapping. It's really like I call it testimonial music. You know what I'm talking about? To where I'm not, I'm not trying to glorify. That's what I try to make my music to where it's a testimony. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to glorify the bullshit, but I'm going to tell you about it. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to let yeah, you know. Yeah. I'm going to let you know it's it's out here. You know what I'm talking about? Like, you know what I mean? I went through it. You know yeah. what I mean? So, you know what I mean? A lot of these situations that I be rapping about, a lot of niggas, you know what I'm saying, either you can relate to it, but I'm, if you can't relate to it, I'm trying to put it in uh, Lame's terms or so, so – uh, I'm trying to touch you with it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm trying to write this shit like a, like a movie. You know what I mean? Even with my videos, I want you to I want you to feel what I'm saying. Even if you're not from where I'm from. Even yeah. if you ain't never been through it. You know what yeah, I'm talking yeah. about? Like it's just like the difference between sympathy and empathy. You know what I'm talking about? Mm. You feel me? Yeah. Square business. I don't want them to have sympathy for my music. I want them I want a motherfucker to feel empathy with my music. I want them to put themselves in my shoes and also f- and feel my pain with my shit. You know what, mm. what I'm talking about? Yeah. So that's 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 where I be with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And what part? What part specifically are you from? What part of Dallas? You from the north side of Dallas, from the right? North. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm a real, I'm from the north. Ten eight fifty Kingsley to be exact. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know, I'm from the north though. You know what I mean? The whole north though. I ripped the whole north. You know what I mean? 
especially my section, you know what I mean? Because I'm a North Dallas baby, you know what I mean? I was able and blessed, you know what I mean? My reputation to stand across the north. And that's why I'm able to say that I rep my whole side. Because before the rap, my name extended across my whole side and all these hoods, I'm good. You know okay. what I'm talking about? Okay. So, yeah, let's move through. So now at, uh, you say you get out 18 of TYC, right? Mm-hmm. So now once you get out, are you back in the streets or what you what you doing at that point? Man, I get out. I try to, uh, well, I'm, I get out, I'm on parole. You know what I mean? Because uh, at the end of the day, I'm still sentenced to 21. Youth, they get, they put... Youth, pe- youth offenders on parole. Yeah, I'm, I'm released. Up. I'm released. I'm supposed to be. I was on parole. I was sentenced to be on parole until my 21st birthday. I'm eight. I'm finna be 18. I still got three more years of parole now. Damn. You know what I'm talking about. So now I'm on parole. I'm out. You know what I'm talking about. They released me. You know what I mean. And uh, boom. I am. I. I uh, for parole. Well, not even for parole. Well, for parole, I had to get a job, period. So, boom. I was like, like you got to get a job or go to school. So, I went to school. I said, shit, I'm finna go up here to the audience to the Dallas because I can draw and shit. I can draw like a motherfucker. I can do oil pastels, chalk pastels, paint, do a bunch of shit. You know what I mean? I always been able to draw. So, I went up there to the uh, Art Institute of Dallas and I uh, for my associates in graphic design and animation. Mm, you know what I mean? Yeah. Boom, I'm going to need something from I, 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 Yeah, I want to. Yeah, man. I definitely yeah. can do something for the wild or something, yeah, man. Yeah, hell yeah. some work up in here. Hell I got yeah. a couple pieces, man. Yeah, okay. So, uh, you know, I went there and uh, lo and behold, you know what I mean, uh, stuck in this street shit. You know what I'm talking about? The parole lawyer. My parole officer, he tell me, you got to get a job. Even though I was going to school. I'm like, man, damn, you want me to go to school and get a job? So I get a job. Boom. And, um. After I, uh, oh my bad, let me fix myself. Yeah, go ahead. Boom. After I, uh, after I get the job and shit, um, he wanted me to do some classes and shit. On top of that, after I get the job, I'm working a job for a minute. He wanted me to do some classes and shit. I ain't do the, I was like, man, I don't know what you want me to do, bro. I ain't got no motherfucking car. You know what I'm talking about? First off, I'm catching the motherfucking train to school. Mm. Then I got to ch- catch the train to work. You know what I'm talking about? And it, all this shit five is seven days a week. I don't know what you what you think I'm gonna have time to catch the train and the bus to a class or some shit. You know what I mean? So boom. Yeah. Um shit. That shit had went wrong, you know what I'm talking about. I just went on the run. I said fuck that shit. <laughs> you said fuck it. Yeah. I went on the run and uh because I went on the run and knowing that uh knowing that if uh parole had came out to me, they was gonna come to the school. You know what I'm saying? So I stopped going to the school. I stopped going to the school, stopped going to work. And I was thugging. I was already thugging. I was already selling. I was already back selling work off the rip. When I came home, I immediately got back into the streets. But I was trying to do other things like school and different things like that to try to, you know what I mean? Like I was like, I was lighting my job up. You know what I mean? Square yeah. business. <laughs> I was like, off the rip. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. bad intentions. Mm. Okay, so. Do they ever eventually catch up with you, or you you jump right into music? This what happened. Oh, I go on the run. At this time now, I'm probably I'm 18. You know what I mean? I'm on the run for damn near a year. And um, he catch me. They catch me. Uh, 
with some weed or some shit up in Oak Cliff or whatever. They catch me with some weed. I got a new case. Boom, I bunned out from the case, but they got me on a blue one because I'm on parole. So my parole lawyer, he, my parole officer, he come down there. He come grab me. He take me back to the office. They release me from jail. He tell me that I got an adult case now. Whoop de whoop. We gonna see what's going on with this adult case, but you need to be turning yourself in. Tell me I need to be. Uh, I need to be uh, reporting. Boom. Immediately when I walked out of there, I went right back on the run. Damn. But fortunately for me, the laws had changed, and they had changed the laws in Texas to where. They could no longer hold juveniles in a uh, in a juvenile facility to 21. Mm. They can only hold you there to 19. So when that law was changed, boom, I was I, I was just turning 18. I had been on the run again after I left that jail. I've been on the run for like four months, and uh, I got a certificate saying I successfully completed my parole. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. God is good. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. Bless. Yeah. You know I mean? Yeah, so that was the end of that. You know what I mean? But uh, and at that time, I'm young. You know what I mean? I didn't start rapping. I didn't uh, drop any. Uh, well, I always been rapping, freestyling and shit, but I didn't drop no videos. So I was probably like 25. Mm. You know what I mean? I'm 30 now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause you, you you seem like, and and I'm not saying I'm not saying that you are this person, yeah. But I feel like your energy is similar to Nips. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, shit, I appreciate it, brother. Yeah, you know what I mean? that's, that's a blessing, man. You know what I'm talking about? I think um I think that's just about you know what I mean being real, being a real nigga. You know what I'm saying? Niggas being real niggas, real niggas. You know what I mean? I I guess you know what I mean. I guess you know what I'm I. <laughs> Excuse me, I don't, I don't know. I guess it's like, uh, I think people say that shit. I think people say that because, we, you know what I mean, being conscious of what you say. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's all it is. You know what I mean? Uh, giving a fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not only about you, but about your people. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, when you when you start thinking about your nephews and your nieces and your little cousins watching you, you know what I mean? And, uh. You know, even with Nip, Nip opened my eyes to shit, you know what I mean, a whole new light of shit, you know what I mean, with this music. Like, you know what I mean, even with Mo3, Mo3 opened my eyes to a whole new light of shit with this music, mm. you know what I mean, Square Business. With Nip, it was just like, my nigga, you know what I mean, like, bro, you know what I mean, These could, this shit this shit could be your obituary, blood, like, for real, like, nigga, this could be all your people got of you. Mm-hmm. This could be all your kids gonna have you, you know what I'm talking about? And then I look over, then you look over at some of these rappers. I'm not going to say no names or no niggas, but when you look at these niggas and they acting like cartoon characters, you know what I'm saying, and, and fools and dumbasses, you know what I'm talking about, it make you think, like, blood, like, you know what I mean? Like, bro, when you, what if you die right now? And these niggas got kids. What if you die right now? This is your obituary. This is what your kids are going to grow. I don't give a fuck what you told them. I don't care what video or interview you got, my nigga. That interview ain't got more views in this video. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? This is what they got to represent you as. This is what your cousins, this is your, this is what, this is your seal for your family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about, Square yeah. Business. You know what I mean? And, yeah. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, it's, it's deeper than us. You know what I mean? It's deeper than us. It's for the people going to come after us, man. Like I say, you know what I mean? My kin folks, I got people who watch my shit. You know what I'm talking about? That I really care about uh, the way that they they view me, and I care about the way that I view that I'm viewed. You know what I mean? My mama, my grandmother. You know what I'm talking about? I love them. 
They love me, you know what I'm talking about? They real as a motherfucker. My mom one of the realest motherfuckers you can meet. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? And, you know, with that being said, shit, I, you just got to watch what you say. You know what I mean? Niggas got to be conscious, man. Be, yeah. Being conscious, knowing that your, your tongue is powerful. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Goddamn right. Yeah, yeah, for real. This shit, this shit, you know what I mean? This shit, should get you chipped. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For real, though, just by what you say, man. You know what I mean? That shit could... Even worse, you know what I'm talking about? Niggas say shit all day to get they get they people hurt or just, you know what I mean, bad representation. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, I always been, uh, like I say, conscious about what the fuck I say because, you know what I'm talking about, we come from a, I come from a gang background from when I was a youngster. You know what I'm talking about? I had, we had OGs. You know what I'm talking about? I don't know about other niggas, but my 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 people that I knew back then or that we were with, we had OGs, you know what I'm talking about? We had an order of things. We had people who, who set laws and different things in play. You feel what I'm saying? And uh, you followed those rules. You know what I mean? Yeah. Period. Yeah. You know what I mean? Ain't no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Yeah. Nigga, you don't do what you want to do. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? You don't go over here and just do what the fuck you want to do. Or you don't just go say what the fuck you want to say to whoever you want to say it to. But and that's what's going on. That's what it is today. You know what I mean? A lot of these young niggas, they don't have no order or structure. Certain shit that we did, you know what I'm saying? When we was kids, could have got our ass killed. Like, for real. Like, mm-hmm. niggas, niggas smoke you. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like, what the fuck you think you... Like, for real, though, your own partners. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? A nigga have your homeboy, you know what I'm talking about, your age smoke you. Yeah. For a business over the shit that you do. You yeah. know what I mean? So with that being said, you know what I mean, we always be conscious. I always been conscious of what I said because I, I know I, always I didn't represent myself, no matter where I went. And I, and even when I was in TYC, you know what I'm talking about? Even when I was in Texas, you commission as you. You know what I'm saying? We banged in that motherfucker. So when we walked around the campus, we didn't represent ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We ain't, we ain't just, you, what you did and how you moved wasn't just a representation of you. That was a representation of the set. Right. You know what I'm talking about? You would get violated. You know what I'm talking about? Like, square business. So I'll be damned if I get up on camera or get up on my, even in my music, any camera, any microphone, and make a bad representation of my people. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Not even just saying as far as gang culture, it's my people, though. It's my relatives, my my uh, brothers, my friends, you know what I'm talking about? It's people who of like minds as me. We're not going to make no bad representation of us. You know what, yeah. what I'm talking about? Yeah. Here's, here's something I wanted to ask you about, because I heard it on a, another podcast, the, uh, the Gangster Chronicles podcast, mm-hmm. and they was talking to a guy uh, that was from Dallas. He, I guess he was like an OG from Dallas, and he was saying... Because I'm from L.A., right? Mm-hmm. So I understand L.A. gang culture, yeah. right? You know what I mean? I understand it to a T. I got homeboys. What's so crazy is I grew up with dudes that we were like this, like tight as a motherfucker. Right. But as we grew up in like high school, one dude moved and he joined this gang. The other dude moved and he joined this gang. And now they rival gangs. So now they can't be cool no more. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that kind of fucked me up. But what dude was saying on the Gangster Chronicles podcast, he was saying that in Dallas, um, there's Bloods and Crips, but they kind of like um, they hang together and they go and they claim gang gang, and then when this when the beef come, then everybody go to their separate ways. And to me, I was like, I don't understand that. How 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 is Man, that even possible? I think I think what he was trying to explain was this. That you know what I mean in 2020, man. It's it's this new shit going on to work. You know what I'm talking about? It's clicks. 
You know what I'm talking about? It's clicks. You know what I'm talking about? You got your clicks and different things like that. You got these three, I call them three letter clicks. You know what I'm saying? TYP, BBT, CCG, ABC, and all that <laughs> shit. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Now, you know what I mean? With that being said, these young niggas, you know what I'm talking about? They, uh, you know, it's just a different. I mean, Dallas is like, I don't know what was he trying to explain. Okay, okay, check this out. Well, you Dude, have. Let me ask you this, though. Before, before I'm sorry, let me cut you off. Let me ask you this. Does in, in gang culture in Dallas, does Bloods and Crips hang out together? I mean, I have some partners that I got some associates that uh, are some uh, partners that's Crips. Okay. Know? I mean, I know a bunch of Crips. You know what I'm talking about? So, with that being said, it's like, I don't know about Bloods and Crips, just, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, as far as just like, I mean, I got some Crip partners. You know what I'm talking about? We done been in the club. They done, we done been in the club together. It ain't really no shit like that. I mean, but you know, it is understood that it's a, it's, it's a, it's a, it's like a mutual respect into, into disrespect. You know what I'm talking about? So like, like this. You know what I mean? Like, we got a set up in North Dallas. You know what I'm talking about? You know what I mean? And it's just like, okay, so look at this. BMF. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? BMF with Young Jeezy you now. It's Gangsters, Disciples, Bloods, Crips, GDs, I mean BDs, all of that in BML. Yeah. That's the that's the uh, blueprint for 2020. Mm. And that's what's going on. You know what I mean? So you got niggas who plan on, who think that they can create a powerful circle by getting money with each other. You feel what I'm saying? They have a mutual respect with each other. But just because they all BML, just because he be on milf and he be on milf, he might be a crib be on milf, he might be a blood be on milf. They get locked up. He going to the cribs, he going to the bloods. Yeah. If some shit pop off, it's going to go down. They gonna be, they, be on, they might not go directly at each other out of, out of mutual respect that I know that you might, you be on milf and I'm be on milf. No disrespect. I don't even, I don't even, not even saying be on milf, man, just some sad shit. You know what I'm talking about? We'll say, a TCP or something, TCP, and I'm TCP, and we say, nigga, you uh, you a crip, and I'm a blood. Okay, we up, we locked up, we got a mutual respect. We in TDC up in pen, up in the penitentiary, and for some shit go down, I know. Get the fuck, nigga. You know, you already know what it is. It's just what it is. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like this. You might be cool with a Mexican, but uh, and I'm cool with Mexicans. But if we getting if we get locked up, bro, yeah, the Mexicans going over there and the niggas going over here. And if some shit go down, I might speak to him because we know each other from the free world and we might be like family in the free world. I'm gonna speak to you like we family mm-hmm. from the free world. But if this shit go down, you know damn well, nigga, you not finna come out. We not finna go sit over here and eat together, fam, because you uh. Cause we nah, we not gonna do that, bro. You, you know it's order. It's certain things that you know what I mean. It's like, and 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 I guess and correct me if I'm wrong, cause I feel like when when you in jail, it's jail rules. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, when you on the streets, rules. and then when you on the streets, it's, it's street it's, it's, rules. It's street rules. Like with um, like you know, I don't know. You know what I'm talking about? A lot of my partners. You know what I'm saying? I got a whole bunch of partners. You know what I'm saying? But uh, my day to day is usually be the nigga is from the my set. 
Yeah. My daddy and days I, is from my city, so. You know and what I mean? But, but I, I fuck with I fuck with niggas who uh I fuck with some crib partners too, you know what I mean? Shout out to them boys, you know what I'm talking about? Especially I fuck with men. You know what I'm talking about? If you're a man mm-hmm. and you handling your business, you know what I'm saying, at the end of the day, I'ma fuck with you. If you don't give me a reason to not fuck with you, then it ain't gonna be no reason not to fuck with you, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. You feel me? So we ain't out here, you know what I mean? That's why you'll never see me set trip up in my videos. You feel what I'm saying? Because, you know what I mean? We play. We gonna play defense instead of offense. We not trying to be no aggressors out here because ain't no profit in that. You mm-hmm. know what I'm talking about? Ain't no profit in us disrespecting the other side of town. And you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, I know niggas from the other side of town. Like it's North Dallas, two sides of North Dallas. You got the Crip side and you got the blood side of North Dallas. Mm-hmm. Period. You know what I'm talking about? Everybody know where the Crip side hit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Square business. Everybody know where the blood side. And is. I guess, and I see it. I see it kind of like. If I got a partner that's from the other side, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's that's my nigga. If there ever if there ever was an issue or any problem, I could be like, look, let's come to the table. Right. If my nigga got a problem with exactly. him, y'all gonna get y'all one on one, get y'all issue, yeah. and then you know what I'm saying? These niggas today though, man. These niggas today, man. You know what I mean? They and on some different they shit. They on some different shit, and that's the blessing of it too. You know what I'm saying? A lot a lot of problems can be resolved because a lot of niggas are speaking to each other. In 2020, so you know what I mean. A nigga could have some beef with a nigga, you know. But then again, you know, uh, niggas would rather see you uh, fall out and kill each other. That's that, that and that's that's the part. Cause what I really loved about like Nip and YG is that Nip could go in YG hood and YG was good in Nip's hood. Right. You know what I'm saying? Thanks. And and that's like, and that, cause I'm 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 from. That neighborhood where Nip from, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I went to school like right across the street from mm-hmm. where all that shit was going down. So it's like I understand it, but uh, YG coming over there was like that was a no no. You know what I'm saying? Facts. But to actually see him over there and see Nip like put his like nigga, that's my nigga. Yeah, square you know what I'm right? saying? Because it's bigger. Yeah, it's bigger than the bullshit. You know what I mean? It's bigger than the bullshit, man. You know what I'm talking about? You know what I mean? It's tribal, never trivial. You know what I'm talking mm, about? With that like being that. said, you know what I mean? With that being said, man, you know, we come from a tribal culture of black of being black people, you know what I'm saying? Since Africa, you know what I'm saying? We always dealt in tribes, you know what I mean? So, you know what I mean, for people to think that it's a small matter, it's not a small matter, it's a big matter because it got to do with culture. You know what I'm talking about? When these people establish these laws, once you put a history to something, once you put a uh once you tell a nigga, once a nigga got to know his history about certain things to be affiliated with certain things, bro, it's deeper than the game. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? Square business. They, these people got, you know what I'm saying, all us, you know what I'm talking about? We got founders, you know what I'm talking about? And people don't, people take this shit as as, as some bullshit. They don't understand that these gang signs mean shit, you know what I'm talking about? That we actually repping names of people who was here in the 70s, mm. who put their work in in the 70s. Mm. It's 2020. Yeah. That's yeah. over 50 years. That's yeah. culture. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So with that being said, you know what I mean? It's a tribal thing. You know what I mean? It ain't nothing wrong. I ain't never seen nothing wrong with a nigga repping their tribe. You know what I mean? Go and rep your tribe. I'm going to rep my tribe. You know what I'm talking about? But if, we, if, we, if somehow we collide, we collide. You know what I'm talking about? You know what I mean? We class, we class. But you know what I'm saying? Usually that come from a nigga. 
You know what I mean? Stepping outside their body. You know what I'm talking about? Because, you know, I be on the Crips side of North Dallas all the time. You know what I mean? Well, Chopper, shout out to them neighborhoods, uh, Crips over there. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, they rolling 60s over there. Nigga, I be over there. You feel me? And uh, them my niggas. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. even, you know what I mean? Square business. A few of them, you know what I mean? I don't know how everybody feel about me, but I fuck with, I fuck with some heavy hitters over there. Yeah. And them some solid niggas. So with that being said, when they come, when Mo3 had his, uh, when Mo3 had his uh, candlelight, they came to the Mo3 candlelight in the trace. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? It wasn't no, you know what I mean? I ain't no shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? As long as a nigga, we gonna, show, we gonna show respect around here. You know what I mean? As long as we showing each other respect, man, it's gonna be respect. When niggas get disrespectful, that's when it's, that's, that's when, when it's Cause problem. I ain't never, you know what I mean? You know, it's a difference between um, rapping and disrespecting. You know what I'm talking about? Cause a nigga could walk up, you know what I'm talking about? My my crib partner, he can walk up, whoop the whoop, and say what he want to say, whoop the whoop, as long as he don't disrespect. You feel me? Mm. Yeah, man, you can rep y'all shit. You know what I'm talking about? He can tell a nigga his neighborhood 60s, whoop the whoop on my end, whoop the whoop, or this, that, this, that. You know what I'm talking about? We might see a bitch might walk by, and you know what I'm saying? Nigga might tell a bitch, fuck with this cripping. You know what I'm talking about? Square yeah, business. You yeah. feel what I'm saying? I don't feel no disrespect because he told this bitch to fuck with his cripping. You know what I'm talking about? Square business. <laughs> yeah. Bitch, fuck with his cripping then, bitch. You know what I'm talking about? If that's what you want to fuck with, no disrespect to the women I'm talking about. Different, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in a different zone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Square business, but yeah. you know what I mean? But that's how I feel, you know what I mean? That nigga repping his set ain't no disrespect towards me. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Square business all shit. Yeah, yeah. Straight up. Man, what's a um what's a good book that uh that you can put put the audience on? What's the what's the last good book you read? Man, I read uh I read a book called uh, what's what's the last book? The last book I actually read was Horson, and this was probably like a week ago. Horson, yeah, Horson. Okay. Horson is a a book by Donald Goins. It's about a a a, 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 a prostitute. You know what I'm talking about? No, it's it's about a prostitute who had a son by a by a trick. You know what I'm talking about? She thought it was the, her uh, pimp's baby. But when he came out, he was uh, light-skinned, you know what I mean? And you know what I mean? She called him Horson, mm. as in a horse son, you know what I'm uh. talking about? And uh, It's a deep book. It's just a, like a biography about his life, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, Donald Goins, well, not uh, um, not about Donald Goins, but about the character that he wrote about. That was the last book I read. And um, books before that, what book can I put you on? Um have you read uh, Contagious? I've I started Contagious. I probably got probably to the middle of it. You know what I'm talking about? Same here. Yeah. Same here. I was like, man, you know, but you know, that's because uh, that's because I always felt like this because you always got to find your own book. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I can put you on a book. I can put you on some books. You know what I'm saying? But your thirst for knowledge is gonna give you them books. You know what I mean? Like I had an out of your book called uh, Interview with the Devil. That was mm. very fucking interesting. Interview with a devil. With the devil. With the devil. Yeah, man, that shit was interesting. That was one of the most interesting books I've I've read. You know what I mean? And um, mm. or or you know what I mean? It was an audio book. You know what I mean? And it was free on YouTube. So y'all check it out, man. Interview with the devil, man. And it was a, uh, it was very deep, very mm. deep. I don't even, you know what I mean? It's just it's just deep, man. About you know what I mean? It was just about, it's like a dude, he was sitting down and he was talking with the devil and it was from, the devil was giving him, 
his point of view. And it had a lot to do with habits and uh, what you call psychiatric rhythm. You know what I mean? Like the, you know what I mean? The next step out the out the habit is a psychiatric rhythm, and he was talking about how he trapped people into doing what the fuck he wanted them to do by his psychiatric rhythm. You know what I mean? Like it's like um, the first step is apprentice. Like you know what I mean? Dealing with like keyboards and shit. Say if you was a pianist, uh-huh. you know what I'm talking about. You want to learn the piano. You feel me? The first thing you would do is go to apprentice. You would be learning from somebody. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Then as you get good, you'll become everything you'll be doing by habit. You know what I mean? Then as you get better, you'll be doing it by psychiatric rhythm unconsciously, meaning that you'll be typing these keys and looking left and looking right. So black people need to watch what they do. You feel what I'm saying? Because if you do something so many times, it will become a habit. And if and you then with one, the devil. Yeah, like, man. I'm gonna, yeah, yeah, And okay. once you pass a habit, it'll become psychiatric rhythm. And the last thing you want to do is be caught up in psychiatric rhythm on something that's negative. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Anything you're doing, even if it's, you know what I mean, like with me, with smoking cigarettes, I was taking it and just reading the book, it was just making me look at my life. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, man, well, smoke me cigarettes. You know what I'm talking about? You have, you know, and they tell you about cigarettes, like you have the habit of, they tell you, that's when you first, I first ever heard of psychiatric really when they was talking about people putting the cigarettes in their mouth. Or people have a, it's just the motion of, you know what I mean, type shit. So yeah, they give yeah. them the e-cigs and shit. You know what I mean? But that's real. And that's that's deeper than just smoking cigarettes. It got to do with bad habits too. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Or, or doing something that you that's that it's not uh, beneficial to you as a person. Rather, it got to do with uh, bad even, eating habits or anything like that. You know what I mean? Psychiatric rhythm. That's crazy. And that could work. That could work both ways both though. Two ways. Way. You know what I mean? Both ways. Yeah. So you know what I mean? You can do it in a positive form. So you can. You know what I mean? You, you want to create a psychiatric rhythm for positive thinking or positive uh, positive actions. You know what I mean? Like, shit, if you want to uh, make sure you get your protein every day, you know what I mean? If you want to get you a green drink every morning, you know what mm. I mean? Or green mission, drink you a smoothie or something. Or you want to make sure you're getting your greens in you or some shit like that. Or drinking water. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you can start drinking water. If you're bad at drinking water, you can start drinking water continuously, making sure you drink these certain amount of bottles every day. You know what I mean? After 70 days, that be, that's going to become a habit. Mm. You know what I mean? After it become a habit, it'll be psychiatric rhythm for you to continuously drink water. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, you know what I mean? It can work It can work in both ways, positive and a negative. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's for business. Yeah. But it, it, the book just made me watch everything. Just, just made me think. I just like books that sparked out. Yeah. And what it did was it made me think about the things that I was doing every day, like being conscious of my steps. Everybody needs to be conscious of their steps. You know what I mean? Get you some books. Yeah, man, check that out, man. Interview, yeah. interview with the devil, man. Badass book. It's on YouTube. That's where I found it. I tried to look it up on Audible, but I could not find it on Audible. Okay. You know what okay. I mean? I don't know what. Yeah, yeah, that's dope. That's a that's a dope book though. Yeah, that's a dope that's a dope suggestion, man. Yeah, man. So now back to the music, man. What we what we what, what's the what's the plan? What's the goal with the music, man? Where we trying to take it? Man, we taking this uh we taking this to new heights this year, you know what I'm talking about? So uh we got uh Welcome Down Three dropping uh I'm hoping I'm I'm shooting for New Year's, you know what okay. I mean? I'm shooting for New Year's to drop Welcome Down Three, you know what I mean? It's gonna be uh 
I feel the best project that I dropped so far as far as the first. I got Walk em Down 1 and I got Walk em Down 2. You know what I mean? If y'all ain't checked them out, definitely go check them out. There's some jewels in there. You know what I mean? A lot of times that uh, a lot of times people think that the songs that they seen on a visual be their favorite songs, but it just be the song that I f- could afford to do a visual to. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? At that time. So I'm telling you, go check those mixtapes out, man, and you definitely going to find you another favorite song. Everybody who finally gets to go through the mixtape, they come up with something different. They'll change their whole top three. <laughs> okay. I promise you. You know what I mean? Okay. Uh, so Walk it down through. They can, is that, it's on all platforms? It's going to be on all platforms. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm shooting for January 1st. You know what I mean? So uh, it's going to be out everywhere, man. Spotify, iTunes, Tidal, uh, My Mixtapes. Google Play, you name it, Amazon. Okay, all right. Everywhere. Are we trying to get signed or you want to stay independent? Man. That's always the question, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But um, really on the cool, you know, I'm just um, – I'm open for all opportunities, man. Square business. I'm looking. I'm looking at all opportunities. I ain't. Uh, I'm not one of those niggas who just screaming independent and this and that. You know what I mean? And I ain't one of those niggas who just screaming uh, accept any deal neither. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I'm definitely gonna keep pushing and uh, hopefully, if uh, right now it's all independent though. So you know what I mean? That's the blessing. Right now it's all independent. You know what I mean? Uh, everything I do come out for me. I got, like I said, I bought my own equipment, so I don't pay a nigga for studio time. Me and my engineer, we like this, so we lock it in and get it out. But um, I take a, I take the right deal, man. Come with the right number, man. Yeah. <laughs> Is there any anybody who you would like? Yo, I would love to be over there. Man, Is it like? <laughs> and it- I haven't. I ain't seen nobody that I just was like, man. I just. Um, I just love to be out with her. You know what I mean? You know why? Because I'm a good judge. I like to judge character. Mm. You know what I mean? And I know that you don't really, we don't really know these individuals. You know what I'm talking about? Because I can get over there and, you know what I mean, have to kill a nigga. No <laughs> yeah. disrespect. I do respect. Yeah. You know what I mean? Nah, what if, uh. You know what I mean? You might not, you might not know, man. You know what I mean? You never yeah, know, man. Yeah. Niggas out here, man. Hypothetical. Let's play hypothetical. Hypothetically. If Boosie was like, you know what? I want to get another nigga from the North. And he coming like, yo, I oh, want to sign. Yeah, nigga, I signed <laughs> the Boosie right now, nigga. Square business, nigga. Yeah. Boosie can have my next mixtape. Yeah, Square okay. business, nigga. Any day. I fuck with Boosie. I fuck with Boosie, man. You know what I mean? But I'm a diehard Boosie fan. You know what I'm talking about? Okay. Um, Boosie and Webby fan, though. I mean, I just say Boosie, man. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I'm a diehard yeah. Boosie and Webby fan. Like, Webby and Boosie. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I fuck with Boosie. I fuck with it. Yeah. Who I fuck with more, none of your business. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Square business. Yeah. But say, man, yeah, I fuck with them boys. Like, nigga, I grew up, like, that's what I, when I came home from TYC, I went to the barbershop, get my, my mama on the barbershop in South Dallas, I'm 44. You know what I mean? I go to the barbershop, go in my mama's barbershop, she cut my hair, nigga, that's all they was playing. I ain't even know who the fuck Boosie was. I'm like, who the fuck is this? Nah, I don't even want to talk about it. Nah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say this. I wasn't feeling it at first when I first came home. I wasn't feeling it like I was feeling it because I didn't. I was like, man, shit, I thought Boosie. I ain't know that was a, I just, you know what I mean? I'm yeah. fresh out of jail. This is my first time it's hearing his voice. I'm like, man, I asked my mama, who's this chick on? Who that, who that female y'all yeah. listen to? You know I mean? Boom. Nah, she's like, that's little Boosie. 
Yeah. This motherfucker on that hoe cussing like a motherfucker <laughs> in the barbershop. I'm like, what the fuck is y'all listening to? That's what y'all did on this nigga on this bitch. Bruh. Every word was a cuss word. Yeah, yeah. Every other word Boosie said on this mixtape was a fucking cuss word. Nigga. Yeah. I was at my mama's shop. I'm like, who the fuck is this broad on this motherfucker? <laughs> Shit cussing like this, man. Going off. You nah. know what's so crazy, man? Like, I'm a West Coast nigga, like, you know what I'm saying? Die hard, nah, you know what I'm saying? Man, I'm I a, love the West Coast, man. I'm a West Coast Shout out nigga. to the West, man. Shout out to my boys, man. Y'all know who y'all is, man. Yeah. My San Diego boys, all my boys out there in L.A., South Central. You know what I'm talking about? Y'all know what's going down, man. I fuck with you boys a long way, man. Yeah. Y'all know who y'all is. San Diego all the way, you know what I mean? Square business, all my niggas Here and LA. Here's, here's what I got, because I, I went to... um. I, I, when I when I came to Texas, I went to Prairie View, right? Right. So this is my this is my first time really in the South. You know right, what I mean? Right, right, right. And so so and I had a homeboy from Houston, and I had a homeboy from Mississippi. They was putting me on all like the down South music. Nah, you know real. what I'm saying? Yeah. They was putting me on everything. The one thing that I that I um that uh what's the uh, the um, crook. The Crook song? Oh, yeah, Crook for Life, man. Yeah, that shit is that shit That shit is bang. crazy. Look, that I just had bang. a call. I just had a call from my niggas up in Vegas. You know what I'm saying? My partner in Vegas. And they were like four or five deep. And I was, and we was uh and they was jamming my music. Was like, yeah, nigga, oh, we fuck with your shit. And they was like, man, I was put on that shit. And they was talking about the first song they said about North Dallas <laughs> was Crook for Life. Yeah. And nigga was like, I had a CD. He said, <laughs> he said, I had this chick. He said, this chick had a CD. It didn't even have no. It was a bootleg CD. I put it in, and that hoe was on there. Yeah. He was like, nigga, I was in love with that song. Nigga. I said, yeah. That shit, that's, that shit is hard. Like, I remember they used to play it at the parties, like every party we went to all. over there. It's about as big, you know what I mean? So here, you know what my, my conclusion was? Because all the Dallas niggas that went to Prairie View, all them niggas used to dance. I'd yeah. be like, what kind yeah, of- they say what kind of shit is Yeah, like, what kind of niggas is these? And this was back when niggas was ticking. Yeah. I know what you talking about. <laughs> He's like, this back when niggas was spreading their legs and yeah. dancing, dancing. Yeah. He ain't bullshit. I was like, man, what kind of shit is this? But then you hear the crook song, and I'm like, these niggas some gangsters and dancers. Something <laughs> Real shit. Be nah, like, what man, the fuck? I'm gonna say this, man. Dallas, Dallas, this is what is going down. Well, I feel like Dallas got a music scene, but I feel like North Dallas got a different sound. Mm. You know what I mean? With that being said, you know what I mean? I feel like just, you know what I mean? When you listen to it, like, you can hear it from, you just can you just can hear it in our music. You know what I mean? Like, we come with our own sound. You know what I mean? I don't, and it ain't, I don't feel like it's a reach. Like, from when you listen to Pookie and Lucci shit, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? You gonna, you gonna hear a certain thing or feel a certain way. Then you got the same shit going on with Mo3 shit. It's just the same shit go on with my shit. It's like a certain sound that we come out with. You know what I mean? I feel like y'all can jam my mix to our shit too. You know yeah, I mean? Lucci like, got a song that feels so West Coast. It's him and um, Tom. I think his name is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They Tum. got a song. It's called um. Is it Dallas? The Dallas track they just dropped. yeah 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 man. That's that shit feels so West Coast, nah, nigga. Bro. That shit feels. That shit is. That shit is hard. You know, Dallas in the West, man. The West Coast. The West Coast in 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 Texas, uh, California in Texas. Period, man. You know, you know, it's a bunch of relatives in California from Texas. You know what I'm talking about? I got a bunch of relatives. 
You know what I'm talking about? Uh, or partners and shit from California who been out here. Like, it's just a vibe that we always had, even from Death Row and Rap Life. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? It's just always been that way from Pocking. From Pac and Scarface's relationship, from all of that shit, you know what I'm talking about? We yeah. always just been tied into yeah. the West Coast. The West Coast, I always felt this shit from, like I say, from DOC to to Dre. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Scru- Shout out DOC too, yeah. man. I appreciate that too, fam. Yeah. You know I mean? Shout out to DOC, man. DLC, yeah, man. He tapping in, he fuck with it, man. Yeah, that's let what's know, up, man. Let me know he he definitely give it a thumbs up. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Fucking with DLC too, man. That's what's up, Legend. man. That's what's up. Man, I could talk to you all goddamn day, man. Yeah. I, I straight up I can. You wanna leave the people with some with some uh with some some bars, man? Man, um You know, man, I ain't got too much for them. I don't wanna overdo them. Let me see. I don't know what I can give them. Let me think. Let me think if I can give them something. Okay, so why you why you thinking, man? So yo man, this has been this has been fucking dope. Man, appreciate I appreciate it. you for tapping in, man. Like one hundred, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Definitely, definitely. One hundred. Well, we, what we'll do is, man. Next time, I definitely have something put together for you. And we're gonna drop something out here for him. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Like, I appreciate the opportunity to tap for in, sure, right? man. For, for that sure, was a blessing, man. For sure, man. That anytime, was a vibe. man. You know anytime, what I mean? anytime, man. man. It's all love. Y'all. y'all know what it is, man. Yo, y'all go check out my boy Trouble two times. Go check out his music, man. Fact. On all platforms, YouTube. Go follow him on. IG, man, this nigga is coming out. Of, he's, coming, he's coming out of Dallas. You know what I'm saying? Period, he wanted man. the next up, man. Yeah, man, for real. I appreciate it, bro. Yes, sir, I man. Appreciate it. Yes, you know sir. I mean? Yo, man, this has been the Tap In Podcast, man. We'll holla at y'all, man. Peace.